0: Earlier today, the media called the race for Joe Biden, declaring him the next president of these United States. Donald Trump rejected this, saying that they will begin the legal battle on Monday, with Rudy Giuliani saying the media doesn't declare the winner. They can call the race. But who cares about the media? This is going to make it to the courts. And until the race is officially certified and legal challenges are over, they are not accepting defeat. Now, I don't know ultimately what's going to happen, but my personal opinion is that I think Trump's legal path to victory is slim, but it does exist. There's something else that needs to be said. However, as you noted from the thumbnail, and the title of this video, even MSNBC is slamming the Democrats, saying even if Joe Biden wins, it will be a one off. This election looks like a complete rebuke of the Democratic Party and their brand. They are suffering. Losing House seats, which no one thought possible. The the, uh, control of the Senate is hanging in the balance, but it's looking like it is going to be Republican. All eyes on Georgia's runoff elections or special elections upcoming. This where this, this will be where ultimate control of the Senate is decided. Democrats at the state level did not win a single legislative chamber. They're hoping to flip Arizona, but it's looking really bad for Democrats across the board. We even heard the other day that one Democrat broke down crying as they lost. Ladies and gentlemen, it seems like we don't really have any clear winners. You know, Donald Trump is tracking to lose the White House. Joe Biden, they're declaring in the media as the next president. I know there's going to be legal challenges. But the Republicans made gains in the House are likely to withhold uh, likely to hold the Senate and state legislatures. This means that gerrymandering efforts and local politics, which will greatly benefit Republicans chances in 2022, uh, Republicans are doing really well. The far left is being rejected. And as much as Ocasio-Cortez wants to pretend that, no, in fact, we are doing great, they're not. Moderate Democrats are roasting them, saying you cost us these seats. And now even MSNBC is saying the same thing. Let's take a dive beyond the presidency and see what's happening down ballot and how this is going to impact everything as we move forward. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you this. I know there are a lot of people they are telling me, Tim, I'm not going to give up. Donald Trump must win. I hear you. Trump should take every legal channel he can and make every legal claim. And I want to make sure that the results of this election are cleanly certified and we work through any and all accusations. But I tell you this, even if Trump loses, he will be, as some are saying, a kingmaker. He's going to be propping up and giving victories to many people across this country. We've already seen it. Now, look. The reason the Democrats are doing well in the Senate but not necessarily going to take it is because there were more Senate seats held by Republicans that were up for reelection, which means next go around. Republicans may solidify their control. But instead of just talking and ranting, let's dive in and see exactly what MSNBC had to say. And I will show you all the instances in which the far left is being rejected. The Democrats are actually losing and we'll start with MSNBC. Before we do, head over to timcast.com donate if you would like to support my work. There are many ways you can give. I got a P.O. box if you want to send stuff. But the best thing you can do is share this video. I know there's, there's a lot of people who are Trump supporters saying they will never stop fighting and never give up. And many of them seem to be upset with me because I'm not I, I don't know. I actually don't know why. And most people seem to be in, in a similar space. But listen, I tell you this. Don't let people on the right simply believe it's been this big tragedy. Republicans still had a tremendous showing and rejected all of the media, all the polls and sent Democrats crying and even MSNBC rejecting Democrats. And this is something Democrats probably should recognize as well. You're doing bad. I mean, maybe you, 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 you're, you, you you have won the White House and congratulations to Joe Biden if that's the case. But you got to pay attention to this stuff, man. It is not as clean as people might want it to be. So if you think this is important information people should know, please consider sharing. It does help the channel. But don't don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Let's read from the Daily Mail. Joe Scarborough calls the election result an absolute repudiation of the Democratic Party as a brand and says Biden's win will be a one off. MSNBC host Joe Scarborough called the, the election an absolute repudiation of Democrats, despite Joe Biden's lead. Now, at the time of this article, it was just before they announced the victory. Quote, I've got to put a sidebar in here because after the dust settles, if Joe Biden ends up winning the presidency, then I think a lot of people are going to turn to what happened to the Democratic Party, said Scarborough, host of Morning Joe. There is no there is no way to put this other than to say Joe Biden winning looks like a one off. This election, for the most part, was an absolute repudiation of the Democratic Party as a brand. Their brand doesn't work across most of America. It just doesn't. Scarborough cited disappointing results for Democrats in the Senate, where Republicans look set to retain a majority and the House, where Democrats saw their majority shrink. They got routed in Senate races. They should have won. And I mean, if you don't believe me, just look back at the predictions. Are Democrats going to win nine, 10, 11 Senate seats? A frustrated Scarborough said the House results are perhaps even more shocking. Nobody thought that this was going to be close. The weekend before the election, Republican pollsters were talking about hemorrhaging support in suburbs and couldn't believe the numbers. He continued. They said, we're going to get destroyed. Well, it ended up being it ended up that they couldn't believe the numbers for a good reason. The numbers were wrong. Scarborough added. He also noted that Democrats failed to flip control of a single state legislature. That is crazy. Giving Republicans a powerful upper hand in redrawing congressional districts in the next term, something that occurs every 10 years. This is going to decimate Democrats. You need to understand how bad this is for them. I was talking to the smartest, smartest data people alive that basically told me The poll numbers were a mirage in Florida and across the upper Midwest, Scarborough concluded. Those same people say that the Republicans are going to have a huge year in 2022. Just looking at this data, looking at our exit polls, if they don't correct course, if the Democrats don't correct course, my friends, taking the state legislatures may be one of the most significant victories for the Republicans, and it needs to be highlighted right now. You got these low information leftists and they're dancing and gloating. And they're like, why are you denying reality, Tim? Donald Trump lost. I'm not. I'm perfectly centered, y'all. I recognize the media called it for Biden. It's looking really good for him from an electoral standpoint. I recognize there is going to be a legal challenge from the Trump campaign and Trump won't concede. We don't know where where it will go, but it seems like Trump has a slim path to retaining the presidency. I think it's possible. I said it was possible on November 4th that, that this might happen. We will see how it plays out in court. But so far, I said the media will call it for Trump. Sorry, the media will call it for Biden. Trump will file, le- file his legal battles and then maybe Trump wins and then they say he stole the election. It's still a possibility. Not saying it's a great possibility, but what you got to understand is while these low information leftists are all dancing around and cheering, thinking they've won everything, the Republicans have took the state state legislatures. Democrats have not even taken a single one. Now there's going to be redistricting, I should say, or gerrymandering, which means that these states can now drop their congressional districts, which will likely favor Republicans. And then the Republicans will end up taking the House in 2022. We will see where it goes from there. But Joe is right. Joe Biden may be a one off. I think we might see a rubber band effect from a Joe Biden presidency if he is constrained by a Senate GOP. is possible, depending on perspective, that people are going to blame Joe Biden for not doing anything or for making things worse. We'll see if he can deal with COVID properly. A lot of people think it's just going to magically disappear. We'll see how that plays out. A lot of people seem to think he'll get the economy back on track, but they trusted Trump more for that. If we go from a a wonderful economy in 2019 to a horrible economy in 2021, there will be a snapback And 2024 is going to be brutal for Democrats. I don't know who is going to be the next candidate, but the Lincoln Project thinks it will be Tucker Carlson. I kid you not. We'll get to that. I'm not entirely convinced. Let me read a little bit more and then I'll show you evidence of the Democrats and the left's repudiation. Scarborough's lament followed soul searching from other liberal figures after the Democrats hotly anticipated blue wave failed to materialize. Rep Abigail Spanberger, a Democrat from Virginia who narrowly won a second term, yelled out her frustration in a caucus conference on Thursday, accusing party leaders of bowing to demand from from uh, the liberals, like members of the squad. AOC is not a liberal. Spare us, please. She is a progressive. I'm sure she doesn't like being called a liberal either. I'm a liberal, they make fun of me. We need to be pretty clear, Spanberger said. It was a failure. It was not a success. We lost incredible members of Congress. No one should say defund the police ever again. Woo. <laughs> I love it. Spanberger said, referring to one of liberals demands. No, progressive demands. Nobody should be talking about socialism. You'll love to hear it. You do. Now, there are a lot of populist leftists in the uh, dirtbag socialist side that I can only imagine in the coming weeks, months and years will find themselves allied with Trump, with former Trump supporters and conservatives. I know you may be saying, no way, Tim, a socialist and a Trump supporter. Oh, you betcha. See, the Trump supporters are going to be mad about Joe Biden. They're going to hold a grudge and they're going to be outraged over Joe Biden's foreign policy and international trade policy. And guess what? Many people on the left who are demanding a Green New Deal and a bigger minimum wage and, you know, all of these wonderful things like Medicare for all, they ain't going to get it. So I can only imagine while you will still see some of this bickering, it's only a matter of time before we see some kind of populist general group of people in sort of agreement. And it kind of exists now, but it'll be strengthened by the fact that now everyone's going to want to get rid of Joe Biden. However, with the Democrats straight up saying we lost big on this socialism ain't going to cut it. These young socialists don't get it. Regular people in this country don't want any of that woke stuff. They don't want any of the socialism. And that's why well, one of the reasons they voted for Donald Trump. But let me show you hard evidence. First of all, Jeff Van Drew defeated his Democratic challenger in the House race. This is the guy who was a Democrat, refused to impeach Trump, switched parties midterm. And they said he'll never win again. It was such a big risk. Why would people in New Jersey Why would they vote for a a Democrat to be a Republican, you know, represent them in in, in office? If we want a Republican, we'll vote Republican. Well, he switched parties and he won, proving it. He said, I'm walking away. And the people of his district said, you did the right thing. Democrats got crushed. Now, let me just say there's some weird anomalies in, in the election totals. It's true and they need to be explained. There are some instances where Joe Biden got 34. What was it? 34% of Joe Biden's vote had no down ballot votes either, meaning people went in, just voted for Joe Biden and nobody else. A lot of people think that's weird. There's also accusations or should say claims by many people that in some districts, Joe Biden's vote counts violate something called Benford's law. That states that the frequency of numbers starts the lowest and then moves to the highest. So you should see a, a, a downward slope for Joe Biden. It's kind of just jagged, meaning it's violating a statistical law of numbers. I don't know what that means. It's just interesting. It's not evidence necessarily of fraud. It is. It's it's smoke. And as they would say, where there's smoke, there's fire. But not always. I believe each and I believe every one of these claims should be looked into. And we need to make sure the numbers are done correctly. But but let, let me just tell you to the people who are saying, how is it that Joe Biden got a vote, but then they didn't vote for anybody else? I'm sorry, man. I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear it. But the simple answer is the media said orange man bad. Joe Biden got almost what, what is he at now, like nine million more votes than Hillary Clinton did. These are people who don't know anything about politics. They're going in, their friends are bringing them and they're going orange man bad. And that's it. Many of them probably walked in not knowing anything other than Joe Biden, and so they didn't vote for anybody else. It could be that there's fraud, I guess. But let me ask you, So if they were really forging ballots or ballot harvesting, why wouldn't they just get their people in? I suppose you can argue it was a clever, circuitous tactic to be like, oh, no, we lost everything but the presidency. But the presidency is nothing without the Senate. He's going to be a lame duck president. This is what many people are already saying, like he might win, but if he doesn't have the Senate, he can't do anything. He's going to be sitting around for four years doing nothing. And now with with Republicans taking the state legislatures, they're going to win big in the House. Joe Biden's going to be sitting on his hands doing nothing. Now, the stock market seems to love it. Check this out, though. More more stuff. Prop 16 was struck down. I talked about this before. This is a far left proposal. They want to get rid of the civil rights law. provision in the California Constitution, defeated. Sorry, it ain't going to fly. I got this tweet here from Josh uh, Krosher saying, this is hard to believe. Dems didn't pick up a single state legislative chamber in 2020. Republicans against expectations won the New Hampshire State Senate and the Alaska State House. Check this out. CNBC Republicans solidify grip on state legislatures, which is likely to lead to redistricting and gerrymandering gerrymandering efforts in 2021. This is apocalyptic for House Democrats, my friends. This is probably one of the most significant impacts of this election. Look, Donald Trump may have lost, but you got to realize the Republicans may have won the war. I mean, I look at it this way, like you got this great general on the battlefield. Everybody loves and he goes down, but they take the field. What does that mean moving forward? There can be some risks, but hey, man, there's other leadership. In fact, Trump can run again in 2024. He'll be pretty old. I think he's going to be what, 78 by then? If Joe Biden can do it. But I tell you this right now, if you get a, a right populist, moderate individual who believes in the policies of Donald Trump. But has better character. Landslide of Reagan proportions. No joke. I, I really believe it. If you think there was fraud, let me just tell you, the only reason it was possible is because there were razor thin margins. If a hundred million people come out for uh, the, the, the next right populist, ain't, there's no amount of fraud that's going to stop it. No, the, oh, look, if you think there was fraud, I'll tell you, people voted for Joe Biden. They did. A lot of people said there's no enthusiasm for Joe Biden. I warned you about this, right? Do you remember when I said enthusiasm against Trump was as high, a little bit less than enthusiasm for Trump in the run up to the election? Democrat enthusiasm was higher than Republican, not for Trump or Biden. It was just how enthusiastic are you to vote? People hated Trump. So the boorish old general may go down, but the Republicans are taking the battlefield, dude. Check this out. Democrats have been unable to flip even a single state legislative chamber as of Friday afternoon, but they remain hopeful that one one or both of Arizona's legislative chambers will flip. Vote counts are still underway in the Grand Canyon state. Republicans gained two, uh, two new state trifectas in New Hampshire and Montana after the GOP ran up majorities in the New Hampshire House and Senate and flipped the Montana governorship. A state trifecta is when a single party controls both chambers. This is crazy. This means what Republicans have now, 28 or 29 states. Jeez, people do not pay attention to state level politics and they don't realize what this means. Look at this Democrat quote. Democrats have wasted more than a half of a billion dollars on a pathetic attempt to flip even a single state legislative chamber said RSLC Deputy Executive Director David Abrams to CNBC in an email. We had better candidates, better messages and better data and saved the country from a decade of socialist majorities in Congress. We feel pretty good about that. That's <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Look, um, I'm not super concerned about uh any one individual. I'm seeing a lot of Trump supporters who are saying something important. They're saying It was never really about Trump. Trump just led the charge. And what do you do when you've got someone leading the charge and they go down in battle? Someone runs up, picks up the flag and runs forward with it. The ideas that Trump brought about, some of them really good. Some of them, you know, I'm not a Republican, you know, and Trump's character, not so good. But imagine now somebody picks up that flag with a wave of state legislatures behind them taking that power to redistricting, resulting in a massive Republican majority in the House, which creates and, and Joe Biden creates a rubber band effect. We might see a 2024 where it's once again, Republicans control everything. I'm not saying that's absolutely perfect, but the Democrats, you better learn your lesson bring back moderate policies. Step back from the edge, my friend. Bring it back home. We don't want the socialism. We don't want the wokeness. We want sanity. I long for it. You got me over here voting. for I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why the Republicans win this. I was one of these people who voted for Republicans uh, across the board. Knowing who most of them are and the ones I didn't, I wrote in Ron and Rand. I wrote in Rand Paul and Ron Paul for some like school board thing because like I'm not going to vote for it, but I'm not going to leave it empty, I guess. A lot of regular people probably said they didn't want to vote for Trump because of his character, but they didn't want to vote for the far left. So they found a compromise. If the if Congress wants to go far left, they'll vote Republican. But Joe Biden, while he has caved a bit, thrown them some red meat and might give in. He wasn't Trump. And he got it. I think there's some fishy things going on. I'd like to see the Trump campaign go through them in every capacity, and I will absolutely respect their right to do so. I'm not going to play the, the stupid games the media is playing. But I tell you what, Trump supporters, you if, if you are not gloating at this result, I think it's short sighted. I'm surprised there are so many people that hinged everything on Trump when This to me looks like a Trojan horse victory. Almost you dangled Trump over here. They all went crazy and ran after him and they lost the states. This is nuts. This is and they're laughing about it, saying when they redistrict, it's for 10 years. Wow. (laughs) I'll tell you why I'm laughing. The media was wrong. And the Republicans taking these states is just 10 years of victory with three Supreme Court justices. My friends, you just had one of the most profound victories. Let them dance in the streets. I can't believe that the Republicans were able to dangle a Donald Trump and distract all of them and then swoop in and 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 take New Hampshire. Alaska, I get I think Alaska and Montana. this is just wow. The redistricting is going to result in a decade of of moderate to Republican victories in the House. Seriously, Wow. But uh, let's uh, we we will carry on. I want to show you why it's not just about it's not just about the states. It's about the behavior of these people. Jennifer Rubin says any Republican now promoting rejection of an election or calling to not follow the will of the voters or making baseless allegations of fraud should never serve an office. Join a corporate board, find a faculty position or be accepted into polite society. We have a list. Oh, do you? You know what? keep screaming, keep screaming. My friends, I am an independent who leans left on many policy issues. If the Democrats return to sanity, bring it back towards the middle. I, I would I would gladly vote for them. I tell you what, they've soured me for quite a long time. And I'll also tell you what, y'all better back off on that gun policy, because because of you, I am now a proud gun owner and I'm not going to play any of these games on on, on, on gun control. But I'm I'm, I'm independent left leaning. If the Democrats reform in a couple years, I might actually consider it. I'm not entirely convinced, though. I've seen what they do when they get power. I'm not a fan of Republicans either, but we'll see. I think we have more populist, real Republican candidates right now than we do Democrats. I'd like to see Democrats bring forward moderate populist candidates. They want to enact the will of the people and actually represent their districts. You know what's going to stop that from happening? People like Jennifer Rubin, who's saying, we have a list. I'm sure you do. Please put everyone's name on it. And then each and every one of those names will continue to vote against you. And everyone who knows and loves them will as well. How about this one? Ocasio-Cortez. Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez. Trump is on the ropes. Slim legal path to victory. Media has already called it for Biden. Congratulations. You lost in the state level. They're likely going to redistrict you. That was one of the big threats the DNC had with Ocasio-Cortez. 2022 is going to be it's going to be crazy. They just Republicans just said in 2021, they hold these seats. Redistricting is now going to favor Republicans for 10 years. Man. And look at her. The oversight and the arrogance from these people to me is absolutely astounding. I, I can't say I'm surprised, but who's going to be in 2024? Lincoln Projects Schmidt. Carlson could be 2024 GOP front runner. I just, why? Why would Tucker Carlson give up his cushy, extremely powerful and influential show, uh, with all the money he makes to run for president? Maybe. I mean, Donald Trump is super rich. He didn't need to do it. He did it because he wanted to. Maybe it will be a Tucker Carlson. And I got to tell you, as much as they try to claim he's far right, these people have lost it. Tucker Carlson is a moderate with the largest cable TV news audience in history. Take that one to the bank. It's possible. I don't know for sure. A lot of people are speculating as to who may be in 2024 the presidential candidate. I think Carlson could win. I do. Because he's moderate. I saw him sit down at Politico with Cenk Yuger, and they agreed on a lot of things. I think Tucker Carlson would stand a good chance. Not that he would really want to do it. But I got to tell you, man, I know there's a lot of upset Trump supporters. Hey, take your legal route. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe we're seeing impropriety. Maybe we're seeing some fraud. For real. Investigate it. Bring out the evidence. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely interested to see how the courts play this one out. There's a risk that could carry on into 2022, 2024, and so on and so forth. But right now, I think the big fight that everyone needs to pay attention to is going to be Georgia. Georgia is going to be ground zero for the next few months because it will determine who controls the Senate. If the Senate is split 50 50, then the tie goes to Kamala Harris, which means it's going to be a Democrat run Senate. All eyes on Georgia. But I just want to make sure I remind everybody, listen, man. It looks like the Republicans claim victory. Not without major losses in this battle, but definitely claiming victory for decades to come and for generations with the Supreme Court. Democrats should feel bad. I mean, you know what? The way I see it, let them dance in the street and think they've and think they've won. They've taken the throne, but they've lost so much. It's a. How do you, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. Is it a Pyrrhic victory? They've taken massive damage to try and claim victory, but in the end, the battlefield will be held by the Republicans. The the redistricting efforts are going to strengthen Republicans for the next 10 years, man. Take that one to the bank. All eyes on Georgia because a Democrat controlled Senate or a tie that goes to the Democrats in, in the White House. I think that would be that's going to get really bad. They're going to start doing really nasty things if that's the case. Republicans better now shift their focus to the runoff in Georgia. That's where That's where Ground Zero will be. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 6 p.m. over at YouTube.com slash TimCastNews. It is a different channel from this one, and I will see you all then. We really are getting close to the end in this presidential election, and it's looking more and more like it's going to be Joe Biden. I know there are many people who are saying there's evidence of fraud. There's strange statistical anomalies. We had the glitch in Michigan. Probably the most disconcerting thing to me is this glitch in Michigan. If you're not familiar, I covered it the other day. 6,000 votes that were supposed to be for Trump and the Republicans due to a computer error went to Joe Biden. My friends, we need to make sure and Joe Biden should agree with this, that all of these claims are investigated and we get proper results. We cannot allow 70 million people to believe that the election was stolen. Because we went through 65 million people believing it for the last four years. And it will lead to absolute uh, the breakdown of our country. And it's already it's already getting bad. Well, Joe Biden gave a speech the other day calling for, you know, healing the nation and saying that he's been given a mandate. He will be a president for all Americans, even those who didn't vote for him. But it does feel like there's just, you know, too much weird stuff going on. I got to tell you. I don't think it matters at this point. We're going to see some legal challenges. I want to let you know that Donald Trump does still have a legal court challenge path to victory, but it seems like that's his only path at this point. Perhaps there are fraudulent votes. Perhaps there are illegal votes. The GOP says they've actually found thousands people who uh, and very simply people who had moved and then voted in their at, at their previous address in a state, thus potentially swinging the Electoral College. Investigate all these things. But man, I got to tell you, the media has abandoned Donald Trump, and that is the most important factor. You have this video from Project Project Veritas, where a U.S. postal worker, he's on the record, willing to testify under oath, saying he overheard, you know, that there there, there were claims of fraud. This should be enough to warrant an investigation, and apparently there is going to be one. But my friends, what you need to understand about how things are going to play out is really about how the media controls everything. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what actually happened. I know it's scary, right? What matters is the unified reality presented by the media, the same media that claimed Jesse Smollett was attacked by two men wearing MAGA hats. Nobody trusts them on the Trump side. I should say, for the most part, nobody trusts them. I still do use mainstream media sources. I just have to constantly fact check them and figure out where the lies are. But there is still an issue. And I mentioned this over and over again. I said, you know, people talk about civil war. People say that the right would win, you know, handily, very easily. I said, listen, you don't control the media. You don't control the technology. It may be that there are instances of fraud. I'm not entirely convinced that the fraud cost Trump the election. I think there's very simple reasons why Trump may end up losing this one. But I I will tell you the most important thing right now. The media is abandoning him. And of course, the Mainstream media never had, never was on his side in the first place. But I mean, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, Fox News abandoned him a long time ago. With not a single player left in mainstream news to defend the president and present these ideas, well, people are going to do what people do. They're going to start saying, well, I kind of feel like things were crazy, but I don't want to be the weirdo. I'm just going to agree with what everyone is saying. And that's the point. Where do you fall? Will you stick your neck out as that one person to say, this is not right? I challenge this. Or will you look to the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post and all these other outlets saying it's over Trump lost and just say, well, I don't want to be the weirdo. That's the reality of what's going to happen. Now, look, I'm not saying that Trump won or lost, I think in terms of fraud or whatever. But right now, as the media so deems it, it's 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 the beginning of the end for Donald Trump. There is still a lawfare victory. I I, I love this. You know, I I tweeted the Trump lawfare victory is still on the table and I get all these leftists saying, like, (laughs) keep crying, Trump supporter, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm not I'm not endorsing a lawfare victory for Trump. I'm warning you, Trump could win if he so chooses. Recently, Justice Alito ordered Pennsylvania to segregate ballots. A minor, minor Supreme Court victory. Very, very minor. But it shows it's not over, you know. As it goes, not over till the fat lady sings, right? Well, I tell you what. Right now, the Wall Street Journal says the presidential endgame. Trump has the right to fight in court, but he needs evidence to prove voter fraud. Facts. However, from the Washington Examiner, GOP demands Michigan vote count checks after glitch falsely gives county to Biden. You don't need evidence of fraud. You need evidence. You know, the Wall Street Journal, they say voter fraud. This is Trump's fault. Trump keeps saying voter fraud. Trump needs to say impropriety, a failure to uphold standards. That's it. But when you say fraud, fraud is very specific. I've been saying this for a long time. Trump keeps saying mail-in voter fraud is, uh, I'm sorry, mail-in voting is acceptable to fraud. And I say, it's not the fraud you need to worry about. Impropriety and error. Ballot rejection. So let me just bring up a very, very important point. How many ballots got rejected in the Democratic primaries? Yeah, a lot. Where's that news? Are we just supposed to assume that now in the general, there's no failure rate for mail-in ballots? My friends, Trump is not done unless he so chooses it. But I, I warn you, the media dictates you will find staunch Trump allies are going to flip in two seconds because they are fair weather grifters. They meet a lot of people who won't be honest with what's actually going on. They're going to start saying things like, and we've already seen Trump supporters post it. I've seen Trump uh, Trump people attack me saying, you know, grow a pair, stand up for Trump, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I'm I'm all about finding out what actually happened and what the truth is. The first question I have Are we going to investigate the glitch with Dominion voting systems that happened in Michigan and in Georgia? In Georgia, they say it affected up to 80,000 ballots, and they don't know how many may have been altered. We're going to go into a recount. Are they going to investigate now in all 30 in, in the 30 states that use this? Apparently 30 states use it. I really don't think so, because that's a massive undertaking. But this is Donald Trump's lawfare victory, jamming up the courts, state legislatures that are Republicans saying we have evidence of a massive error. 6,000 votes in one county out of 47. If you, if, if every county, 47 counties just gave us 6,000, we're looking at 280,000 votes. Donald Trump wins Michigan. That alone is enough to question the results. But if the media just keeps saying, no, it's explained. It's not true. And, and, they, and they've given us an explanation. They've said, even with the error, they don't just take the computer totals. They compare the results to, to, uh, paper tape tabulation. If that's the case, well, then it seems like they've explained it away. And that means most people are going to say, give it up. It's done. Let me tell you, if it really is that massive voter fraud happened and the Republicans and Trump and everybody have known about this for a year and have been screaming about it, but didn't do anything. What am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to be like, yep, that's right? Y'all sat on your hands, well, you knew it was coming. And now I'm supposed to get up and start screaming about it. I'm going to try my best to be completely honest about what I see happening and, and what's going to happen. But I really do believe we are getting we are we are just an inch away from a Biden Harris presidency. It may come down to lawfare. So so the first thing I want to uh, the next thing I want to point out, we know for a fact that in the Democratic primaries, we have news stories across the board from The New York Times to The Washington Post. Half a million to a million ballots getting rejected across the board. Where are these stories that could create a So, So right now we have the Dominion voting system problem and we have the high probability of mail-in ballot rejections, which Trump could challenge, that give Trump a legal path to victory. Notice what the Wall Street Journal is saying. Trump has the right to fight in court, but he needs evidence to prove voter fraud. You see, this is a non sequitur. Trump has the right to fight in court. Full stop. He does not need evidence to prove voter fraud if he's suing over other issues like what is the total number of ballots that were rejected and are these ballots, should they be considered or should more be rejected? That's not evidence of fraud. You don't need evidence of fraud for that. Trump needs to just say we had a two percent rejection rate, which we think will benefit us. More importantly, they say that mail-in votes greatly benefited Joe Biden. And this does make sense. Why? Well, Donald Trump kept saying mail-in voting was bad. The Democrats did at the last minute start saying, stop doing mail-in voting and started turning on it because then they wanted to shift people to going in person. They were worried that there was going to be a high failure rate. And the failure rate probably would help the Democrats, in which case likely why Donald Trump is not pursuing this. Either way, the fact that there could be a high failure rate, the fact that there is this this strange dominion, uh, 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 comp- uh, you know, tabulation computer glitch. Maybe enough for Trump to make some kind of claims about fraud, but it doesn't really. Let me show you the story from Newsweek. I covered this uh, a long time ago. This is from July, how Trump could lose the election and still remain president. They basically say, and it's very simple, it's not so much even about Donald Trump filing any, any legal claims. It's about the Republican legislatures in four key swing states, Michigan. I believe it's Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Arizona. They could simply say, because they are the ones that certify the electors, they could say we will not certify until everything is done. Wisconsin is Trump is requesting a recount in Wisconsin, which he is allowed to do. There's going to be a recount in Georgia. We'll see how that plays out. It's not one of the key states, but Trump does need to win more than just these four swing states. More importantly, as Newsweek describes it, if these four states are called into question, not even that, I mean, I got to be completely honest, if we if we get to a point where even only a couple of these states are challenged, and Joe Biden and Trump are both below 270 votes, Trump has a path to victory. It's not based on vote count or the electoral college. It's based on House delegations. It is a powerful tactic Trump could use if he so chooses. This is why I brought up the media in the beginning. Trump may actually be able to pull it off, but does he really want to? You know, the Wall Street Journal and other outlets point out, That Trump has a tremendous legacy under his belt right now. He may be a one term president if he walks away from it at this point. But think about the tremendous uh, uh, judicial victories over the last four years. Trump has gotten in three Supreme Court justices and over 200 federal judges. It's almost like I want to say, you know what, man, Trump might lose this one. But come on, Trump supporters, take the win. I mean, I get it. You want to keep winning. You want to dominate. But at a certain point, you will inspire a massive backlash from the left. And I got to say, Trump winning. It was a tremendous victory over Hillary Clinton. I mean, he didn't win the popular vote. I mean, tremendous in terms of like gravitas. But with the gains in the House now holding the Senate, it looks like they're going to Republicans will hold the Senate. Losing the presidency doesn't at all surprise me when Trump did so much to make gains for the Republicans over four years. You got to realize Trump was such a a powerful champion for conservatives that the left went into outright panic mode, lying, the media lying, and maybe Trump should have won. I tell you this. Look, there may be impropriety. I always think it's got to be investigated and cleared up, hands down. No question about it. We cannot have 70.5 70.5 million people in this country believing an election was stolen like we did for the last 4 years. We've got about 75 74.8 million on the Biden side and they're probably going to say don't investigate don't investigate we just want to win. That's the mistake. What we do want is an investigation. And I tell you what, when they said Russia gate, I said investigation and we went through it and I covered the news and then it turns out probably a lot of my coverage was was bunk because so much was turned out to be fake. The Russia gate was fake. But we went through the investigation. Why? Because it was the right thing to do to make sure we had some kind of reconciliation. The fact that the left knew we were taking it seriously and we entertained that bunk conspiracy because they told us they had evidence. They didn't. Right now, the right says we have evidence and we actually have official reporting and we have evidence of impropriety. We have a glitch, whatever you want to call it. That should be investigated. Now, some people are mad because I said I went through three and a half years of Russiagate. And I'm willing to give a few months to investigate these claims. And they're like, only a few months, but you let the left do these things. I get it, man. But what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that we go beyond December 14th and then we just keep investigating? No, we have about a month and a half. Not even. We have about five weeks before the electoral college deadline of December 14th when these states need to certify. The most important factor here is does does Donald Trump believe He has the support he needs to carry on, I believe. And I know a lot of Trump supporters don't want to hear it. The answer is going to be no. You are going to find the fair weather Trump supporters coming out in droves. They're going to start saying you're going to see. Look, you're going to see very staunch Trump supporters who are entrenched. And uh, here's what I think is going to happen. Legitimate Trump supporters are going to say, I refuse to back down, fight to the bitter end, no matter what they believe in Trump. You're going to find the entrenched grifters, the people who have no choice but to keep saying that Trump is going to be the best no matter what happens. Then you're going to have the fair weather Trump supporters. These are the people who just came out and said, I guess it's kind of popular because I I lean right. You know, I guess I'll just say I support Trump. Those people will probably flip, taking apart a large portion, maybe not a large portion, but enough of Trump's support that you'll start seeing articles like the Wall Street Journal's writing the presidential endgame. Fox News, of course, is saying Trump's got to bring out the evidence. Like I said, Trump's problem is that he keeps saying fraud. He doesn't need to say fraud. He needs to say impropriety. Here's what he tweeted. Let me show you what he tweeted, and then we'll talk about what comes next. Trump says tens of thousands of votes were illegally received after 8 p.m. on Tuesday, election day, totally and easily changing the results in Pennsylvania and certain other razor thin states. As a separate matter, hundreds of thousands of votes were illegally not allowed to be observed. This is all 100 percent true. Now, the the media and the left have offered up explanations for this. Notably, the changing results in Pennsylvania were due to the fact that they weren't allowed to count absentee ballots until Election Day. The difference between in-person vote versus absentee is that when a person comes in to vote, they go through a general process looking up their name or some kind of certification to make sure they are who who they say they are. However, we actually don't have very strong uh, ID laws in many states. The argument is when the mail-in ballot comes in, they have to compare the signatures. It takes a little bit longer to open up the envelope, look through it, compare it in the database, and then carry on compared to we got all the votes. We just ran it through the machine. That's why they're saying it t- it's taking longer. And the mail-in ballots, of course, favor Democrats because Democrats were telling everyone to go do it. And Republicans were saying, don't do it. I've talked over and over again about how this was a major disadvantage for Democrats. They probably lost votes. So. That could explain why Trump's uh, support was eroded. I'm not a fan of the rule change. I think it's ridiculous. He says hundreds of thousands of votes were illegally not allowed to be observed. That's factually correct. 100 percent. Nothing about it. Uh, There's nothing about it wrong. It's true. We've seen the videos. You can look them up. People are standing 100 feet away with binoculars complaining that we don't know what they're doing. We can't observe. There's a video where apparently someone catches got people in a basement counting when they weren't supposed to be. Reports out of Georgia that they told everyone to go home. They were going to stop counting and then kept counting. These things happened. They must be investigated. Trump says this would also change the, the election result in numerous states, including Pennsylvania, which everyone thought was easily won on election night, only to see a massive lead disappear without anyone being allowed to observe for long intervals of time what the happened, what what the happened. Bad things took place during those hours where legal transparency was viciously and crudely not allowed tractors blocked doors and windows, uh, and windows were covered with thick cardboard so that observers could not see into the count rooms. Bad things happened inside. Big changes took place. And therein lies one of the biggest problems with what the left has done. By not allowing the observers. Yes, Donald Trump can now come out and say we weren't allowed to observe casting doubt on our election process. And um, Trump isn't the one who's do- who's did it. The, what, what cast something just fell. What casted doubt was the fact that a, a, a forklift was blocking view uh, the view in Georgia that uh, observers weren't allowed to be there watching in certain places and and alito had to actually intervene about you know segregating certain votes all of these things the left has done has cast doubt on the election process but you know what this is this is political election lawfare i suppose the democrats are ruthless they came to win donald trump knew the rules Donald Trump knew the rules being broken. They should have done something a long time ago. I don't know what you can do about it now. I don't want people to walk away from this thinking that the election was stolen from them. But there's nothing I can really say to counter any narrative about the election not being stolen. Listen, if it if it comes down to the media just saying, you know what, we're with Biden on this one. And I'm talking about The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, Fox News, The Examiner and a bunch of other sites. You're going to start seeing fair weather Trump supporters immediately just be like Trump lost. I don't know. I'm not I'm not smart enough to claim I know exactly what happened or uh, I'm not zealous enough or tribalist enough to actually argue for what we should do next, because I honestly don't know. But I tell you this. What I believe is actually going to take place in this country is that a media narrative will form. And regardless of what's true, people will just adhere to it out of the desire for self-preservation. That is what people do. And it's why so many hardcore Trump supporting celebrities refuse to speak up to defend him. These are the fair weather Trump supporters and the worst of them. These are people who privately will come and tell you that they will vote for him. They will support him, but they refuse to speak up. Then when it comes time you know, when Trump loses, they're going to say, I I didn't vote for him. I wasn't one of those people. Terrified of people like Jennifer Rubin and AOC calling for lists of Trump supporters grow a spine. I have no problem saying I voted for Donald Trump and I have no problem saying it looks like he's going to be defeated. You want to call his defeat a, a, a fraudulent defeat? Sure. But I mean, if Trump knew the fraud was in play and he knew what they were doing, maybe he should have done that crazy radio isotope you know, a crypto blockchain watermark or whatever that the people are claiming is happening, which isn't happening, by the way. That's one of the big theories that it was all a big sting operation that Donald Trump watermarked all the ballots. I'm sorry. That's just not. not, (laughs) No, that's just not how it works. It's not. So at this point, I can only say the world is not what you think it is. This world is not fair. This is about power. And the, and the Democrats may have engaged in impropriety. We have some strange uh, uh, things occurring. We likely won't ever get a clean investigation into, the, into them. That's just the way the world is. And in the end, there may be some hidden truths, but reality is shaped by by, by the perceptions that people have and history is written by the victors. If the Democrats come out on top, the media, like the Wall Street Journal, not wanting to be the, the creepy, weird conspiracy people will just start agreeing with, with whatever NBC or the New York Times says. And that'll be the end of it. For the Trump supporters that are nearing defeat in this regard, I don't know what else to tell you other than the world is not fair. Whoever said it was. And I'm not saying this to go down on it, to, like to drag anybody. I'm just saying there's a lot of uh, dirty games and everyone's trying to, to gain power. What people need to realize is that. You know, I'll put it this way. When I was a kid, I used to believe in some kind of authority with honor and integrity. I thought about how smart the adults must have been, the experts, how capable and, and brilliant they were. I used to watch. I'll tell you this. I would watch a squirrel run across a power line, and I would think to myself, that squirrel doesn't fall. Sometimes they do. But I'm like, I always see the squirrels. They never fall. How do they run on a tightrope like that? They can just do it. Well, that's a squirrel. Squirrels, you know, they do their thing. They grip it and they can jump from tree to tree. And sometimes they do fall. But for the most part, that's their life. I viewed adult humans as having this powerful expertise where they never fail. And it was some kind of professional class of people that were just so good at what they do. And then I grew up and I realized it's just a bunch of random people doing random stuff. You know, it's just people who are average people. When I, I think back to when I was a kid. And I would see someone trying to do something and I'd be like, wow, this kid is really bad at building the skateboard ramp. If only there was an adult who was really good at doing it. And then I realized when I got older and I saw adults actually doing the same thing, I'm like, nothing's different. It's just do you have practice or don't you? What I'm trying to say with this is you take a bunch of people across the country, you put them all together and there's going to be weird, broken things. Some things are going to look really, really bad. But in the end, humans are not computers. We do not function with perfect logic and by perfect mathematical precision. There's going to be huge scroops all over the place. And in the end, whoever ends up winning is what the masses just deem it to be. History is written by the victors. I don't know what, what, what uh, uh, people would expect. You know, I, I, look, people want to win. That's what it's all about. There's going to be a lot of diehard Trump fans who are going to get really angry at those who refuse to go all in on Trump support. There's the fair weather uh, Trump supporters who hid in the shadows and refused to speak up and contributed to his defeat, but still voted for him. Check it out. The Trump's the secret Trump supporter was real. Maybe that's why the polls were all wrong. Trump got what is this now? Almost eight million more votes than he did in 2016. And these people weren't being polled. These people could have come out and said so. Well, the polls were wrong for sure, but uh, in many places and by historic margins. And if these secret Trump voters came out and actually told people how they felt and and evangelized, I suppose, Trump may have won because I have I've I've always talked. I've always had conversations and I've always explained what I think is going on. Now we're looking at the warmongers return to power. And I know what's going to happen. I've been through this before. Joe Biden, if he if he ends up winning, and I believe we're at like we're, he's almost across the finish line, as far as anyone's concerned. Uh, it, it's going to be the same old play. Expansion of military uh, 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 military in the Middle East. There's going to be some justification for it. I think it's fairly obvious. I don't want to make this segment way too long, but the point I'm trying to make is, in the end, maybe Trump had it, had it stolen from him. And maybe we need to make sure that uh, we... we investigate all these claims so that 70.5 million people don't feel like they've been disenfranchised and lied to but i think what all of us need to realize right now is that history is written by the victors the wall street journal has seen the writing on the wall the new york post is as well laura ingram has even given a statement saying if trump ends up losing which it looks like you know he should he should lose with grace and dignity yeah that's it i think what's going to end up happening is the media that supported Trump for a long time is slowly going to move away from him as they realize that there's no path to victory, even if he goes to court. If Trump tries taking that lawfare victory, he'll be attacked by everyone and booed out of the room. In the end, I believe the, ch- uh, the, the, the the die has rolled. The chips have fallen. We know exactly where this is going, and it seems like it's going to be a Biden presidency. I'm not ready to call it just yet. And for obvious reasons. I mean, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and most news outlets are still not calling it. We'll see how it plays out. Now, I'd, I'd lean a little bit more towards Trump. May actually still have a path to victory through, you know, the courts or whatever. But you know what, man? I don't know. I do know that I'm going to start getting a ton of down votes from Trump supporters who demand that I just say things the way they want it. But I think for the most part um of the 70 million Trump supporters, they're regular people. They're mature adults. They'll be disappointed and they understand the truth about how the world works You may not win this time, but if the Republicans hold the hold the Senate and make gains in the House, it's not the worst possible scenario. We'll see how things play out. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. Ladies and gentlemen, the press has called the race for Joe Biden. Front page of The New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, Fox News, the AP, they are all saying it. Joe Biden has defeated Donald Trump. The race has been called, but it has not yet been certified. And the Trump campaign vows to fight to the bitter end, saying that come Monday, they're going to start filing a bunch of legal challenges. And I am warning these leftists, think about what year this is. It is 2020. Do you think it's just it's just going to end now? This year's been on all sorts of crazy, wacky nonsense. Now, I know most people remember the riots, remember George Floyd. They remember COVID, but there were a bunch of other things like famous actors dying and people were like, what is up with 2020? It's like it's like 10 years compressed into one certainly feels like the craziest things that can happen will happen. So here you have the front page of The New York Times, Biden beats Trump. But I just want to show you something. This is what I tweeted on November 4th. My current thoughts. Media calls it for Biden. That's where we're at now. Trump files lawsuits and wins. That comes Monday. Well, the lawsuits come Monday. Next four years. Trump stole the election. Here's what I've heard in response to this. And then and then I'll we'll read the news on Trump's uh, on on Joe Biden's uh, media, uh, the the media calling it for Joe Biden. They're saying this is important. They're like, oh, look at this. He's like, and this is how she still might win. But the tables have turned. I didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016. I laughed. I didn't care. I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton either. What you don't understand is that Hillary Clinton conceded to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not conceding. There is still... As as slim as the chances may be, as it may be getting harder, Trump could still win. And what I mean by you you can come out all day and night and say Trump lost the popular vote. I'm going to say, of course, he did. You can say he lost the Electoral College. And I'll say, well, on paper right now, what we have. Yes, but things can change with lawsuits. You see, there's already been a legal challenge in Pennsylvania. Don't think Trump hasn't prepared for this. There's a reason he isn't outright conceding now. It's possible Donald Trump concedes at some point. Maybe he's just trying to wind things down. I don't know. But I really don't think he's the kind of guy who's going to walk away. Why? He literally just declared like an hour ago that he won. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I tell you this. There's a big difference between Hillary Clinton supporters dropping to their knees and going and me saying, keep in mind, so long as there is an open door, expect Donald Trump to be running towards it. You can't tell me for four years that Trump is a fascist who will do everything in his power to win. And then when I say, yeah, he might go for the lawfare victory, you're like, no, Tim, you need to accept the results. It was the co-founder of MSNBC who wrote in July, Trump might actually lose and then try and use fraud claims for which we have copious amounts and we have videos and we have accusations and he might use that to freeze up electoral certification. Joe Biden has been has not been certified the victor. This is a media uh, a call. Okay, listen, I'm going to be real with everybody. It's looking more and more like a Joe Biden victory. I mean, to be honest, the media has called it for Joe Biden. So the likelihood that Trump can pull off a lawfare victory, I got to say, I think is very, very slim. I just don't. Listen, I'm not here to make grand predictions, Okay, You can say that all the media outlets calling it for Joe Biden. It's done. It's over. By all means. Fine. But like I said, for the past four years, we were we were told that Trump will get three terms, that Trump will do everything in his power. Allow me to entertain that thought and say if you think Trump is going to like walk up to Joe Biden, pat him on the back and shake his hand and walk away, you would be mistaken. OK, like I said, so long as it's an open door, expect Trump to be running towards it. Well, here we go. We got the AP. We got NBC News. Now, the interesting thing is Fox News, I believe, actually gives the biggest margin to Joe Biden with two ninety. I guess uh, they're calling other states as well, Nevada, Arizona, NPA. But with Pennsylvania being called. They're ignoring Nevada and Arizona. I believe the uh, that uh, with Fox News calling Arizona, it puts Joe Biden to 270. The AP put out the official statement saying Biden wins White House, vowing new direction for divided U.S. I'm going to read to you what the AP, AP is reporting. Fox News also has uh, I, I want to show you Donald Trump's statement about him actually being the winner. And then Fox News actually has an op ed that says Trump is planning to go to the Supreme Court. They are not walking away from this. OK, it's going to be a breaking news day all day. I hope you all already. The AP says Biden wins the White House, vowing new direction for divided U.S. His victory came after more than three days of uncertainty as election officials sorted through a surge of mail-in votes that delayed the processing of some ballots. Biden crossed 270 Electoral College votes with a win in Pennsylvania. Biden staked his candidacy less on any distinctive political ideology then on galvanizing a broad coalition of voters around the notion that Trump posed an existential threat to American democracy. The strategy proved effective, resulting in pivotal victories in Michigan and Wisconsin, as well as Pennsylvania, one time Democratic bastions that had flipped to Trump in 2016. Biden was on track to win the national popular vote by more than four million, a margin that could grow as ballots continue to be counted. Now, I want to point out one of the most uh, shocking things, I suppose. The popular vote count as of right now Seventy four million. Actually, I think the New York Times has a lower count than some of the other outlets, but they say seventy four million four hundred and seventy eight thousand five thirty three for Biden to Donald Trump. Seventy million three hundred thirty thousand two hundred and ten. This is amazing. I mean, Donald Trump, I believe is the uh, Joe Biden now has more votes than any president in history. But I'm pretty sure that means Donald Trump got the second most. Now, many people say, yeah, 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 the population grows. No, this is about population growth plus percentage. I mean, seriously impressive. Donald Trump got more votes than any other Republican. And Trump increased his amount of uh, his support by 8 million over the past several years. That, to me, is the most astounding thing. And I'll tell you this right now. Joe Biden might win. I've seen this before, and I will see it again. You don't always get what you want, okay? Trump is going going after legal victories, which I'm warning the leftists, man. I think it's slim, but it's there. And I'll read you the op-ed in a second. Trump is saying he's won. Trust me, like you never know with this year, okay? But anyway, look, I've 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 been through uh, bad presidencies, okay, and that's about it, you know you move on. I think most Republicans are going to be disappointed. But I tell you this, okay? I know that there's a there are a lot. I see it all over Twitter. These diehard Trumpers who are saying, no, we refuse. We are going to war with respect. By all means, please do so. I am not a diehard MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter. I think you should go to battle for what you believe in. I believe Donald Trump should exhaust every legal pathway he can. If he ends up winning through legal victory, then good for him. And if he ends up losing, having been rejected in the courts or whatever, then I think that's what we would need, because it is not enough right now for the media to just say Joe Biden won. Even an electoral certification would not be enough. What we need is a clean breakdown, fine tooth comb. Give me the evidence because there's a lot of impropriety. Does it mean that the election is bunk? No, but I'm just you're not. Look, the leftists expect me or I don't, I don't know, the leftists are just gloating, right? That's about it. They think that I'm simply going to be like, well, that's it. Trump loses. Goodbye, everybody. No, I'm going to look at the information and assess the possibilities, taking into consideration their own assessments and tell you what I think may or may not happen. I'm also not going to play some ridiculous game where I pretend to be a diehard Trump supporter who's going to war for the president. It's not going to happen either. I've never been a diehard Trump supporter. And like I said, if Joe Biden ends up winning, I'm going to laugh about it. What the Trump supporters, I think many, many Trump supporters need to realize is that you guys had four years where you, you, you stomped down the, the, the Democrats and the left to a very absurd degree. Now, don't get me wrong. Donald Trump was jammed up with Russia Gate, with Ukraine Gate, with all of these attacks against him. And it may end up prevailing in the end. I'll tell you, I am annoyed by my friends who, who don't know anything about the legacy of Joe Biden. Okay. I, the, look. The next segment I've got coming up at four, I'm already working through everything. It's going to be a postmortem on what's what what happened and what's to come Uh, again. Donald Trump didn't officially lose in certification just in the media. And like I warned, the media can call it, but Trump is going to the bitter end. So listen. I am extremely annoyed because I've had conversations with my friends that they're like, I don't know anything about the Iraq war and and the the hundreds of thousands of dead and the the, the banking institutions being, you know, uh, cozying up to the Obama administration or the indefinite detention provisions. Not like Donald Trump was perfect, but these Middle Middle Eastern peace agreements were pretty great. I'm now going to start counting down the days, uh, assuming Joe after from the point Joe Biden is certified. I'll start counting down the days that it takes him to actually re up our presence in the Middle East. So I'm not a fan of this, but I've always just assumed it would be the case. The establishment has taken the throne back. Okay, Trump supporters, I think in the event, first of all, I'm going to stress all Trump supporters should be going and filing every legal claim. And there's Trump's uh, 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 remaining paths. They, they've they been saying in the media that Trump's paths to, the, to uh, victory, it's like he has like four paths this way and one this way. But those are all the Electoral College. These people don't understand that there is a there is a constitutional process that happens next. You need to realize state legislatures could reject This Supreme Court ruling happened earlier this year. They ruled the state legislators decide how Electoral College voters will vote. Have you not been paying attention? It may be that the chips have fallen. I'm not going to cry about it, but it's just I'm, I'm, I'm the arrogance of the left. Always. I have no interest in playing games and just placating them, nor for the Trump supporters. But I got to say, Trump supporters, I said this in my earlier segment. Do you realize how much Donald Trump did with Mitch McConnell over four years over 200 federal judges and three Supreme Court justices has created a powerful barrier. And it looks like Republicans are going to hold the Senate. We don't know. It's looking close, but it seems to be the case. I don't think that the uh, the Democrats are going to be able to overcome some of these races. Actually, it'd be important probably to pull them up right now. Republicans have flipped one seat. Democrats have flipped two with a, a net gain of one. But we've got in North Carolina, Tom Tillis. He's up by... points with 97% reporting, not likely going to flip. Georgia's going to a runoff, and Alaska is very likely going to be Republican, but we'll see only 56% reporting, but it's a two to one lead. The GA special election uh, is going to be happening soon, and it seems like, well, it might end up being, I guess, wow, four seats, 50-50. That would be pretty bad. Democrats taking the Senate. Then I'm going to be like, yikes. But look, Republicans made gains in the House right now. The big focus should be on doing everything in their power to make sure they keep the Senate fighting the legal ba- legal battles to make sure that every legal vote was, was, was counted. And Trump's got a lot of uh, uh, pathways pathways for looking at illegal votes, which they've already said. We'll see. But I tell you, man, you have to realize you've got low information voters. I know many of them on the left, and I think Trump increasing his his base by eight million votes when the media called him every name in the book. That's still pretty good news. The media said Trump was going to get obliterated. We all knew that was a lie. Trump actually made it very, very close. And there still may be again, I'll say it for the millionth time, a legal path to victory, as much as the left is probably laughing and gloating. If Trump ends up pulling that off, it's going to look bad for them. And it's going to be like 2016 on on, on steroids. But I, I, I got to admit, I think it's really, really slim. I'm not sure. Trump needs more than just legal claims. He needs powerful support. We'll see how things play out. But you got to understand, Trump was able to do something that I didn't think was possible. In 2016, I thought the whole game was rigged. I still kind of do. <laughs> you know, um, so I don't know exactly what ends up uh, happening next, other than Trump is going to uh, go to court on Monday. But when you have 200 federal judges, over 200, and three Supreme Court justices, you got to understand that the left is going to react like an explosion, OK? We'll call this, uh, um, you know, the Democrats' vengeance or whatever. But I'll tell you what, these leftists who think it ends here. I'm asking my friends. They're like, it's over. Trump lost. And I'm like, do you do you can you ask yourself why it is that Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell pushed through Amy Coney Barrett at the 11th hour in a very speedy confirmation process? Now, there's the the, the fact is that Mitch McConnell maybe believed that they were going to lose and it was their only opportunity to get a Supreme Court justice in was to do it as fast as possible or. Like we already saw with I think Chuck Schumer asking Amy Coney Barrett, will you accuse yourself in issues of the election? It could be that Amy Coney Barrett plays the pivotal role in giving Trump a legal victory should he pursue it. My friends, I can show you all of the big stories saying, you know, here's what happened. But let me show you this from Fox News. Trump Biden presidential race could be decided by Pennsylvania case before the Supreme Court, and Justice Amy Coney Barrett could play a pivotal role. I believe it's very, very slim this happens. But considering who we're dealing with, Donald J. Trump, who is not giving up, who is not backing down and whose supporters demand he keep fighting. The fight's not over. There are legal uh, processes in uh, as Constitution defines for Donald Trump to be able to find a way to win. I wouldn't be. uh, uh, I'm not excited for what happens with a divided nation in this capacity. But let me just stress The You know, Fox News has done a miserable job. They were the last to call it for Biden, and they called Arizona when even still no one else did. Fox News had Trump to lose Florida. Did you know this? And then all of a sudden did a complete 180. They've done a miserable job on this one. I'm not just going to sit here and blindly trust all these news outlets. I want to see what comes up, because Trump does have 200 judges and three Supreme Court justices, and that may be. The ticket for Trump to actually win. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like, like uh, you know, but let me make a point about the media. Let me throw it to Ronnie Kalik, who said, so weird that Russia decided to sit this election out. We were told they're the reason Trump won in 2016, and we should fear them in 2020. It's almost like the Russians are only invoked when necessary to explain away democratic losses. (laughs) I love it. It's true. You know what I'm not happy about? I don't want Joe Biden to win. I would prefer Donald Trump. I know Ronnie probably wouldn't. Many other left-wing journalists probably wouldn't. But Donald Trump with, is withdrawing our troops from the Middle East or drawing them down. And Donald Trump signed four historic peace agreements. Man, I know what we get with Joe Biden because he dragged us through war to the bitter end of his, of his camp, of his uh, administration when he was with Obama. Now he's back, baby. Presumably certification has not yet happened yet, but it's seeming increasingly likely. And I know what comes next. The left is cheering and high fiving each other because many of these people, uh, a a lot of the younger voters, especially, they either don't know or they don't care what a Joe Biden presidency means. People have just sort of replaced team politics. uh, I'm sorry, team sports with politics. And I I, I don't care for it. Look, I'm not going to put on a MAGA hat, wave a Trump flag. If Trump loses, he lost. I'm going to keep complaining about the things that I don't like. Notably, I complained about Donald Trump firing missiles into Syria. I complained about the Barack Obama administration. You can go back on my main channel and see me complaining about the NDAA. I was always an independent left-leaning individual, and I complained about Obama every all day and night. We get an anti-establishment candidate, candidate in under Donald Trump, far from perfect, but the media was lying about him more than any other candidate, uh, any other uh, uh, president we had ever seen. And I won't stand for it. Trump is a lot of things, but he was not what they said. The establishment is 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 on the is has been declared the victor to take back the throne. And I know what that means. Joe Biden is going to reinvigorate the establishment, lock the door, uh lock the doors to the ivory tower and reinforce them to make sure no one ever gets in again. So good luck, progressives who backed the establishment and reinvigorated their power. But I tell you what, it's not so cut and dry. A lot of people on the right are probably upset by this call. We'll see how things play out. Amy Coney Barrett may play a role. I don't think Trump's going to concede. So it's going to get spicy. It's going to get very spicy. I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe he will. I just don't see it. And I don't think so. Uh, normally, in most instances, they, they do. But I think the reality is Trump is not an establishment player and never was. Trump is not going to let go without a fight. But I tell you what, if this really ends up becoming the end of the Donald Trump uh, administration, then um, I'm never I'm never somebody who, uh, you know, gets upset when losing something good for the most part because I had it. Right. It's like a, what's, what's the saying about, you know, don't be sad. You lost it. Be happy that you had it or something like that. My bigger concerns are that Joe Biden is going to start whittling away at our institutions At our uh, manufacturing base, once again, he's going to raise the corporate tax rate. He is going to raise taxes on everyone as much as the media has tried lying to cover that up. He said he's going to repeal the Trump tax cuts, which did give a tax break to all Americans. He's going to bring about these free trade agreements, probably get us back involved with which is now the analog of the TPP, which means that when you have a high corporate tax rate. When you increase the minimum wage to $15, but then tell all these companies they can bring their goods in free of charge, there's no reason for the companies to operate in the U.S. They move to China. That's the policy of Joe Biden. Trump may have held him back for quite some time, but my friends, I've never cared for, for the establishment. I've never cared for the likes of Nancy Pelosi. And I think for the most part right now, we've got uh, leftist Democrats who have gone completely nuts. This is not the end. However, they say that Trump is a kingmaker, that even if Trump ends up leaving, he is now the effective leader of the Republican Party. Some actually believe he will run in 2024. And we what was it? Was it was it Grover Cleveland who lost? But then like one, four years later, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not a psychic, but I tell you this. If you're counting Trump out now, you have not been paying attention. We'll see how things go. My next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. I want to do a kind of post uh, post election, postmortem and discussion on what this means for the Democratic Party. And guess what? It's not good news. I think this is an election where everyone might end up losing. We already heard the Democrats were crying yesterday because they lost seats. The American people have said it. We don't want the Democratic Party. You're awful. But we also don't want Donald Trump. Trump supporters do. I think, uh, we'll see how it goes Monday, but I'm pretty sure for the next month or so, I'm going to be documenting the, um, the legal battle, but I'll leave it there. We'll see how things go. And the next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. at youtube.com slash Timcast, which is a different channel from this one. Check it out. I will see you at 4 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, I have excellent news at the same exact moment. Strangely. That Joe Biden was declared the projected winner of the 2020 election. COVID was gone. Just poof, disappeared. And now people across these big major cities are out dancing and hugging and sharing drinks with each other. No joke. There's a video going around of a woman cracking open like a bottle of champagne, taking her mask off and drinking it and then passing it around and they all drink from it. COVID finally gone. As you can see in this video from Caitlin Collins of CNN, the crowd outside the White House celebrating Joe Biden's projected victory is blaring YMCA, the song President Trump closed at his latest rally with. And you can see all these people are are in close proximity, jumping up and down. Okay, right. You know, a study came out recently. They said, actually, indoor events are totally safe. Not kidding. I am. I'm not exaggerating. The Hill reported. Indoor events now are actually it's, it's fine. My friends, as cities erupt in celebration after Biden is named the winner, I can only sit back and, 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 and realize I, I don't know if you guys saw my uh, my main channel segment at 4 p.m. where I said the Democrats actually lost everything so far and, 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 and they're on the ropes. Donald Trump is the projected loser. Biden inherits projected winners It's very important. The media has not said they are the winners. They said they're projected what this means. The races don't get certified, I think, uh, for quite some time. So Trump is going to be going to co- going to court. And I'm telling you, man, these people underestimate Trump. The dude's not conceding. And there are there are avenues they can take to jam up the presidency and take an unprecedented victory through lawfare. Donald Trump, uh, the Republican legislatures in many of these these states could simply say mm, uh, we want Trump and then Trump wins. I think it's funny that we're seeing the story of all these people, you know, dancing in the street and, and I'll read it in a second while they're actually losing the House races. You know, I was talking to somebody, a lot of people about this. It was Ben Sass, I think, who said we should repeal the 17th Amendment. For those that aren't familiar, the 17th Amendment says that senators shall be directly elected by popular vote. And uh, every six years and then sent to Congress. The reason for this was there was concerns uh, before the 17th Amendment, state legislators would elect senators. And so it was really about you're in your state, you vote locally, you vote for the people to represent you right there at home, and then they would vote and it would move up. The idea was to create an upper house, which which the uh, the founding fathers referred to as the better men. They really did feel that way. They said, we want the lower the lower chamber to represent the people and we want the upper chamber to represent those appointed by better men. The fear was that these people were buying votes. And so ultimately, we ended up getting this uh, uh, amendment. I think this is a really good example of why the 17th is problematic. Maybe maybe it's a good thing for the Republicans, man, because. You look at these videos of these people dancing in the streets. They're all laughing in oblivious, obliviousness. Ignorance is bliss. I'll put it that way. Celebrating the orange man being defeated. I'm actually I, I I worry about what might happen if Trump pulls a legal victory just because the left will lose their minds. Um, We'll see. But they're out there dancing in the streets. And it's like I'm sitting here just laughing like, y'all, even I don't even I don't even think Trump supporters realize this. Listen to what the the state level Republicans are saying. They've just won and they won New Hampshire, Alaska, Montana. I think it's now what, 29 states that are Republican, which means they're going to redistrict these states, turning them into uh, very gerrymandering and make it very easy for Republicans to win. And then we're going to end up with, for 10 years, a majority, moderate or Republican controlled House House of Representatives. And they're out there dancing and celebrating. It's crazy to me, man. I'm like, what is? You know, they're celebrating the return of the establishment in Joe Biden, and I, and I, I will say this. Listen, if Joe Biden gets elected, I actually think Republicans, I think Republicans are underestimating just how much they've won here. I really, I really mean it. I know there's a lot of Trump supporters who are like, Trump can't lose, and it's like, stop putting all your your eggs in the Trump basket. Listen to this. Listen to this. First of all, the first term for Donald Trump. The most important three Supreme Court justices talk about pulling the rug out from under Democrats. Then you got over 200 federal judges. And I know I've said it a million times, but it's important. It bears repeating. Now you've got the the Republicans gaining in the House and taking state level uh, districts, all because the left was concerned about the orange man. Now you're going to have a Joe Biden potential potential. Um, I would say it's a very, very, very likely scenario that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris become uh, president and, and vice president. But I, I'm not discounting Trump's uh, uh, legal path to victory. And I, I will stress that uh, they haven't certified the results in any of these states yet. So things could absolutely change. This is just the media saying it. Most of us don't trust them. Case in point, why aren't they complaining about covid? Yes, they're not there are some people saying, guys, please, this looks terrible. Yeah, well, too bad. So I think it's entirely possible that there, there, that there could be a lawfare victory. But think about what this means if we do get a Joe Biden presidency. Progressives don't like Joe Biden. They despise him. So what, what, what's going to happen next? I just had a conversation with a progressive uh, 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 an acquaintance. I say we're, we're friends. we don't really hang out or anything, but someone I know and we often argue no Trump. I'm like, look, Trump, the Middle East, foreign policy. Yeah, well, but Trump is bad. And these and that I'm like, no, you're wrong. We disagree. Now I'm having a conversation and I'm like, will you now agree with me that Joe Biden is bad? Yes. And I'm like, all right. So now what do we do? This guy's in this guy is is, you know, presumably going to take office. He's going to have a ton of power. We got to hold him to the to, to the flames. You know, we got to make sure that we don't get all of these problems. You know what this means Joe Biden is in possibly one of the worst positions he could imagine himself in. If the Republicans maintain control of the Senate, which is why Georgia is going to be the most important place, this dude is not only going to be a lame duck president paralyzed by, um, you know, by Republicans, you know, like holding him back. He's going to have every progressive and every right populist basically saying, shut your mouth, Joe Biden. He's going to be one of the most ineffective presidents and powerless presidents we've ever seen. Yikes. Bad position to be in. Maybe that's why they wanted to run Joe Biden, thinking if we get someone to win, it's got to be someone that we don't really want to care about all that much. I think it's funny. Now, these people dancing in the street, I tell you, I think it's very likely that many of them don't like Joe Biden. Most of them probably just don't know anything. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but they're probably low information voters. Hence, they're dancing in the street as everything is, you know, you know, I'll put it this way. A great battle was fought and the generals were, were charging out of the field on, on horseback and all the people were running. Yeah. And then the left aimed at the general on the right and may have taken him down. They're running like before the dudes even totally out of the battlefield. They're all just dancing and singing as Republicans sweep across the field and take the ground. That's what's happening. Low information voters. Now, there's probably a lot of progressives. They don't like Joe Biden. And now it's something interesting is going to happen. I think what we're going to end up seeing is that there's going to be a big overlap between many independent leftist commentators and right wing commentators. You heard me right, because the left now is going to be like Joe Biden is bad. And here's why he's bad. No matter what he does, he is going to get it from left and right. Sorry, I think this could ultimately be a bad thing in some capacities because it shows the polarization, but perhaps Joe Biden will be the great unifier, unifying all of the populists against him. I know it's kind of weird because like many of these populists, are, or I shouldn't even call them populists, but these leftists voted for an establishment elite who's going to, you know, re-empower the banksters and, and and all of those powerful international interests and probably re-up our positions in the Middle East, which is annoying, but listen, If it ends up that Joe Biden is uh, certified the winner right now, he's the projected winner by the media. I understand there's a distinction here. Well, then it's gonna it's gonna put him in a really, really awful position. In the end, I think Republicans need to make sure they don't lose sight of what they really won here, because these people dancing in the streets certainly have. Let me let me show you a few more things just to look at this. They're stomping on Cheetos in Crown Heights. They don't realize how much they've lost. I wonder, I'd love to go down there and be like, do you guys realize the Republicans just took the House? (laughs) The Democrats didn't win a single House legislative chamber. No, you realize that the Republicans are winning in the House right now. They are. Dude, you guys, you're losing. I I can recognize if Trump gets defeated because a lot of people don't like him. I do think there's anomalous things to be investigated. We'll see what Trump gets in the courts. I want to make sure I'm very clear here. Projected winner is not certified winner. But I can I can I can believe it. Trump is the orange man. They're literally jumping on Cheetos. Congratulations, I guess. But I tell you, these people don't really know what's going on. And thus, it almost feels like the Republican Party dangled Donald Trump to distract them and then snuck in and took the most uh, important positions in in in, in government stuff. Now, I I do want to tell you, look, after um, election night, we knew that it was looking good for for Joe Biden and it was looking bad for Trump. Trump did have the lead after election night. And a lot of people were like, that's it, like Trump's going to win. And then things started to shift. Michigan flipped and then, you know, one by one, it's been several days, but they're still rioting. So I don't know what these people thought they were going to get, but I want to show you this. Michael Malice said on September 7th, 2019, reminder that they think that if Trump loses re-election, everything will go back to normal. He then tweeted just a half an hour before I recorded this. I'm often wrong, but sometimes I am spot on Don Lemon, he quotes, saying, I don't dare speak for my colleagues, but I can't tell you how difficult it's been as a journalist to cover this dark part of our history. Let's hope the attacks on journalists, journalism and everyone end. time to move into the light, America. My friends, Trump did not create this era. This is not going to just stop. And these people dancing in the street are going to go back to sleep. And this is bad news for Democrats. Let me just tell you. I know what it's like to march in the streets against war. Have Obama get elected and then watch all of these people vanish. Gone. What do you think's going to happen now that they've that Democrats are losing everything, but they've won with Joe Biden, presumably, projected. What do you think's going to happen? They're all going to go back to sleep and ignore everything while the Republicans continue to make gains. I guess we can only find we'll, we'll only wait and see. Uh, I'll leave it there. I've got a couple more segments coming up in a few minutes. Stick around and I will see you all shortly. Well, the Democrats and their supporters are currently dancing in the streets, celebrating something they barely understand. There's a real problem go, growing within the Democratic Party strategy that Donald Trump Donald Trump may have driven a stake through the heart of the vampire that is the immortal DNC, the undead that seemingly could not be stopped. And people just keep voting for these people over and over again. But Trump did something. Trump got a bunch of different uh, uh, groups, Latinos, black voters, Native Americans to support him, thus putting a stake to the heart of one of the most important Democrat narratives, the racist white supremacist Republican. And that's a real problem. If Democrats can't keep using the race cudgel, what are they going to use? Well, listen, I think they'll still rely on it moving forward. But now we have an article from The Atlantic saying uh-uh, the most important divide in American politics isn't race. The polarization of place and the depolarization of race are the stories of the moment from Derek Thompson. And he brings up a very important point. The Democrats kept trying to say Trump's a racist and Trump kept Trump was gaining among minorities. In fact, there's one dude. I don't want to say his name, but he's like uh, he calls himself a black identity extremist on Twitter. And he's saying that Trump got cheated. (laughs) And this guy doesn't like Trump. Trump's gaining. They don't believe it. Here's a story from The Atlantic. They say two themes seem to define the 2020 election results we've seen so far and also build on a decade or more of political developments. The depolarization of race and the polarization of place. Democrats have historically won about 90% of the black vote and more than 65% of the Latino vote. But initial returns suggest that Joe Biden might have lost ground with non-white voters. The most obvious drift is happening among Latinos. In Florida, Biden underperformed in heavy Latino areas, especially Miami Dade County, whose Cuban American population seems to have turned out for Donald Trump. Across the southeast, majority Latino precincts in Florida, Georgia and North Carolina swung 11.5 points towards Republicans since 2016. In southern Texas, Trump won several heavily Latino counties in the Rio Grande Valley, including Zapata, the second most Latino county in the country, which hadn't voted for for a Republican in 100 years. Wow, that's crazy. Even in the Democratic fortress of Massachusetts. Cities with the highest share of Latino voters saw the starkest shifts towards Trump, according to Rich Parr, the research director for the mass INC polling group. Some evidence suggests that Biden lost support among other minority groups as well. In North Carolina's Robeson County, where Native Americans account for a majority of voters and which Barack Obama won by 20 points, Biden lost by 40 points. What? That is insane. In Detroit. Where nearly 80% of the population is black, Trump's support grew from its 2016 levels, albeit by only 5,000 votes. Exit polls also found that black and Latino men in particular inched towards Trump in 2020, but these surveys are unreliable. The slight but, de- but significant depolarization of race didn't happen out of nowhere. As the pollster David Shore told New York Magazine in July, black voters trended Republican in 2016, while Latino voters also moved right in some battleground states. In 2018, I think it's absolutely clear that relative to the rest of the country, non-white voters trended Republican. We are seeing this in 2020 polling, too. I think there's a lot of denial about this fact. After this election, the trend may be harder to deny. My friends, this is a rebuke of awoke-ism. is. You see, minorities don't like being pandered to or lied about. And and, and I, I tell you, man, I think everybody understands what it's like to deal with someone who's condescending. Could you imagine being a minority? And many of you probably are. And you've got some like white uppity, well-to-do progressive being like, actually, I'm going to tell you how you really feel. I'm going to tell you what's right for you. Sorry, I'm not interested in hearing it. I think it's funny as, you know, my experience with my family being told by these well-to-do progressives what life is really like for minorities. And I'm like, not only am I from the south side of Chicago. Do I have a, I have a bunch of friends who are minorities. I come from a mixed race family. You have no idea what you're talking about. So when I see my friends from my mixed area, and I say "mixed" as in like we had people of all different racial backgrounds and they're talking about voting for Trump. It's because we are sick of you treating us this way. And that is huge. Donald Trump led a lot of people away from the lies of the Democratic Party. Now, I got to say, I just don't understand why Chicago just keeps Voting for these people over and over and over again. I've come to a point where I'm like, I might not agree with these Republicans, but man, you just gotta do something different, right? Look, there are some Republicans, uh, uh, I, I, looked up the Republicans that have voted for down ticket and I said, sure, fine, whatever. I thought Donald Trump's second term agenda was pretty good. We, we we're still in the midst of this period, this, this, you know, uh, this, we'll, we'll see who ends up uh, actually winning in the end. Projected winner, of course, being Biden. I saw what Trump was talking about, and I was like, that's cool. So you have to explain to me, left. They say, Tim's a grifter. That's the only explanation. Trump gained, what, 8 million votes. Many of them came from minority groups, and more minority groups shifted right than did left. The left is losing these minorities and becoming a party of white people. Isn't it funny? As they come out and claim Black Lives Matter, they actually end up losing minority support. That, to me, is truly fascinating. Take a look at this map. Nate Silver says, personally, given a lot of state by state and region by region variation, I suspect it will turn out to reflect a combination of several different factors. The same goes for vote shifts in 2016. Weird, crazy map. Well, it's a it's a big threat. But what he's talking about is the strange shift we've seen. Take a look at the Pacific Northwest and California. Oh, so many white people moving left. You can see in Idaho and Utah move to the right. Okay, sure, there's a lot of white people there, too. But take a look at southern Texas. A lot of Latinos. Take a look at Florida. A lot of people in these areas saying, nah, take a look just south of Chicago. And and look at this. These these, these red areas. This, this is Gary, Indiana. <laughs> like, these are not white places. Donald Trump did great things for the Republican Party. He really did. And the Democrats are going to be in trouble. They're going to have to find Oh, it's an old map, by the way, obviously, you know, they've already called it for Joe Biden. The Democrats aren't going to be able to use that white supremacy cudgel anymore. I mean, what are they going to say? They're going to try, but it's failing. It didn't work. I'm fine. I'm I'm happy to hear it. I I was sick of the constant lies about Trump being all of these awful things. I'm like, dude, shut up, man. I cannot stand. I can't stand these these pasty, well-to-do white progressives. Who think they're so much smarter and better than you preaching their ridiculous ideology and telling the lonely Latinxs how they should be voting. You know what we saw? We saw them walk up to the Latino community and say, howdy Latinx, and have all of them say, what? Yeah, that was a poll. Found something like 2% of the Latino community responded well to the phrase Latinx, and thus Donald Trump actually spoke to them better. You see what the Democrats are proposing in terms of the wokeness isn't just social justice policy and weird words like Latinx. It's also just socialism. So you look at Florida. That's obvious. These people fled. Then you look at South Texas. And what does Trump say? Trump says religion, family, hard work. Guess what? These people recognize that because the stereotypes coming from the left are just that stereotypes, fake news. The left, the, 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 uh, the Democrats just didn't get it, I guess. Well, they didn't do um, the worst, but they did get uh, soundly defeated across the board. They make some gains in the Senate. But let me tell you something. The Senate had more seats. More Republicans were running for reelection than Democrats, meaning more vulnerabilities for Republicans. The fact that Republicans are going to hold their ground, all eyes on Georgia, means Democrats did not make any real gains in the next Senate uh, races. It's going to be bad for Democrats. And the House uh, races, I'm sorry, the state level races went for the Republicans, the Democrats took a crushing defeat. And what did they get for everything they did? They got Joe Biden. All I gotta say is yikes, man. You know, they've tried for the longest time to play this white supremacy card. Donald Trump, he put an end to that. They say this is from uh, Atlantic again. The depolarization of race will make it harder for Democrats to count on demography as a glide path to a permanent majority. It should make them think hard about how a president they ex- uh, ex- excoriate. As a white supremacist, somehow grew his support among non-white Americans. But in the long run, racial depolarization might be good for America. A lily white Republican Party that relies on minority uh, demonization as an engine for voter turnout is dangerous for a pluralist country. I I don't think that's what they do. But I will tell you this. I am uh, inspired by people like Billy Prempe and uh, Kimberly Klasick. They're uh, black individuals who ran for office in urban centers. That's what it's all about. We need political competition. We cannot just keep having these Democrats win in cities all day, every day, every week, every month, every year, over and over and over again. It's about time someone actually decided to run and challenge this and say, we're not just going to sit back and keep voting for these same people who aren't doing anything for the for too long. No one held these politicians to the flames. Now we're starting to see it. So get some Republicans up in North Jersey, in Baltimore, in Chicago to run in city centers, take it seriously and start chipping away. Tell these people they can't just claim racism anymore because now you got Kimberly Klasick. Now you got people like Billy Prempe. They are running. You got John James. I guess he's challenging up in, in Michigan. They're not just going to back down. And, and, and I think it's ridiculous that the Democrats have made it about race in the first place because these people... I just look at as passionate individuals who believe in something good for, for their community and are fighting for it. And I, I don't care what their race is. I'm sick of how the left has turned 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 us into this argument. And I'm glad to see that Donald Trump has put a stake through its heart. I don't know what's going to happen. Trump may end up going down. In ter- like I, I mean, like he might just not get re-election. It might go to Biden. There's still the certification process. There's still the December, uh, the the Electoral College certification process. And Trump has a legal path. He does. It seems slim. I could be wrong, but I'll tell you, if, if it is true that Trump goes down, I think people on the right are underestimating how much they've gained from his presidency. Major victories. I'll leave it there. I got one more segment coming up in a few minutes. Stick around and I will see you all shortly. Now that we have the official media declaration of projected winner Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I wonder if the far left will stop rioting. And I have to say, I don't think they will. I mentioned this in, the, in my previous segment. Many of these leftists hate Joe Biden too. In fact, they were marching just like the other day with a big sign saying, "We don't want Joe Biden. We want revenge." One sign said, so "Like something like down with fascism and the liberalism that enables it." Yes, liberalism enables fascism. Sure, but I tell you what. The bigger concern that I have, I guess, is that well, some of these people work for these Democrat politicians, and the riding is likely just going to continue. Take a look at this story. Female anti-Trump protester, 24, who spat in a cop's face in New York City and shouted F you fascist, was an intern for Jerry Nadler. Takes all kinds, huh? Davina Singh, 24, interned for Nadler, who represents Manhattan's West Side and chairs the House Judiciary Committee for about a month in 2018. Okay, she was only there for a month. But we do know there have been many instances, notably in like Portland, where Democrat staffers have been engaging with in, in, in these riots, which says to me two things. Well, well, it says to me one thing, but there's something else I want to say. Many of these rioters are going to still riot for sure. We have an I have another story uh, from the post millennial Antifa rioters trash church in downtown Portland. I wonder why Just from the other day. OK, so many rioters will still riot, but they're going to lose a tremendous amount of support from the people who actually worked for these campaigns now that these campaigns think they're winning. I remember what happened with the protests back in the 2000s when Barack Obama ran for president. I remember this strong anti-war movement and this big wave of protests that I even marched with. And then Barack Obama came out and said, we're going to bring our troops home. We're going to bring our troops home. We're going to end this war. Isn't that funny? Man, it was 12 years ago, huh? And all these people bought it. And then they stopped protesting once Obama got elected and Obama did the opposite and got us entangled in way more foreign conflict. So here's what I think. I think Antifa will lose support and they're going to lose it from those that were seeking to use them. I also think Democrats are now starting to show their true colors. Kate Brown in Oregon finally called in the National Guard. That's right. But I got to tell you, fat load of good that did. The other day, we got a story from Politico saying that Kate Brown, the governor, calls in the National Guard to end the unrest. One must wonder why she didn't do that from the get go. The Democrats use the riots for their advantage, I suppose. I don't know what the point is. I can only imagine it made people not want to vote for them, but apparently it works. However, what we're seeing now with this story, Antifa Rioters Trash Church, it didn't matter that she called in the National Guard. These people are still going to come out. And to those that voted for Joe Biden, they voted likely to just keep this, keep these riots going. What people need to understand, the riots that happened in D.C. on January 20th, 2017 were intended for Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump. Trump just happened to win. They rolled with it. And then here's what we got. The media sided with them because they hated Trump, too. The Democrats jumped in and said, we're going to help out. Now things are going to be different. I wonder how, though, I don't think we're going to see nothing because let me remind you, it was during Obama. We saw the rise of Occupy Wall Street and Black Lives Matter and what was done about it. Nothing. It just got worse and worse and worse. My prediction now is with Trump on the ropes, we'll see if, if, you know, it's it's not certified. I know a lot of people are like, Tim, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Like literally, they're tweeting that. Okay, I get it. I get it. If Trump is not president, then I, I don't see I see these people going nuts. I'll tell you what the worst case scenario is, though. You want to know what the worst case scenario is? Donald Trump finds evidence of fraud, takes it to the courts. The courts overturn um, many of the invalidate many ballots. Trump takes victory and becomes uh, reelected. You want to know why that's the worst case scenario? It means that there were fraudulent votes that were trying to disrupt our system. It means that our system worked and protected the integrity of the presidency. And it means the far left will go insane, having lost while cheating. I don't know what's going to happen. But the challenge there is, what do you do if it turns out that there was impropriety of which there is there? There really is evidence. I mean, look, we had this we had this glitch in 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 um Michigan. They're, they're now saying it was human error. I don't care what it was. That doesn't change the fact that it's got to be looked into. And that means we've got to look into these these other instances of software use in these other counties and states. Will they do it? I think Donald Trump might. He might go for it if he does. And he finds that there was, you know, tricks, cheating, impropriety. Then it's a good thing it gets shut down. And it's important that our elections are free and fair. But do you think the left will believe it? Or do you think they'll respond with Trump stuffed the Supreme Court so that he could steal the election? And then you are going to get rampant insurgency. My friends, we are in a position where the only peaceful outcome is Biden winning. I mean, it's not going to be perfectly peaceful because, of course, they're still rioting. But th- that's the scary thing. If we come out with with hard evidence and, and look, I got to tell you, man, look, there 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 is evidence. Take a look at the story. Texas social worker charged with 134 counts involving election fraud. This person was forcing old people to vote, some who, some who were demented. And I mean, there's an insult I mean literally demented. They didn't know what was going on and they were filling out ballots. There's evidence. So what is Trump going to do? I don't know. I'm not comfortable. You know, I'm worried. I'm worried about the ramifications of cheaters taking the White House. I'm worried about the ramifications of cheaters being exposed when they've got hordes of people dancing in the street who are low information voters don't know what's going on. Antifa going to Antifa and they're going to take every opportunity they can. So they will absolutely prey upon the uncertainty of Trump going to court with legal claims. And I think Trump will now. There's a viral video going around. I see Republicans sharing it where Trump is leaving the golf course today and a woman asks to take a photo with him because she's a bride and he smiles and gives a, thumb, a thumbs up. Many are saying that if Trump really does end up, you know, uh, losing this through like I'm talking. Listen, the left is like, accept reality, it's over, dude, when it's certified. OK, because Trump can go to court and you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. But people are saying if Trump really does end up losing this to Biden, I know they're projecting it in the courts. Then uh he can go back to being Donald Trump. And I wonder how long it's going to be before the media says, oh, that's silly old Trump. Wasn't he a great president like they did with George W. Bush? Maybe they never will. Maybe they'll ignore stories like this. We're supposed to hear about something on Monday. But I got to tell you, man, I'm not convinced Trump is, is going to go for it. I'm not. There's real risks and real real ramifications. And I'm I'm hearing there are a lot of Trump supporters. They're angry. You know, I'm getting more thumbs down than normal saying, no, you must support Trump. You must. I've never been a hardcore Trump supporter. Never. I said I was going to vote for him because his his agenda looked good. And I was willing to get behind that because he started improving. I said a year ago, I was never going to vote for the guy. Now all these people expect me to like march around with a Trump flag. I was never that guy. If Trump wins, he should win. If there was fraud, then it should be investigated. But I don't know what's expected of me or anybody else, because you're going to need evidence. If Trump didn't win, he didn't win. If Biden wins, congratulations. Congratulations. But I tell you what, man, the left is not making it easy. They're making it easier and easier for someone like me to say, run them over the coals, fire every legal, you know, battle every legal missile you got, because they're talking about making lists. They're talking about Banning people from polite society. These people are insane, man. We can't tolerate that. Now, I think what we are seeing here, as as I, as I mentioned, it's a it's a rebuke of the far left. I got the story from reason from Robbie Suave, a Biden presidency in a GOP Senate could keep the left out of power for years. I think regular people are tired of the culture war. They never wanted to be involved in it anyway. So people say, how is it that Joe Biden got so many votes but didn't but the down ballot votes didn't come in? Because people, I believe, were voting against the culture war. Donald Trump is the principal general of the right belligerents. And I'm just it's a reference to the combatants, okay? I'm not calling him belligerent. Donald Trump is the general. And on the left, you have the, the 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 house, the impeachment. And so they rejected it both. They said, put the Republicans in the house, get us a different president. I am done with this. I believe there's impropriety, I do. But I believe we are seeing the left being told to shut up. I think we're we're hearing people telling Donald Trump too as well. A lot of people might not, might not want to hear it, but I hear I do. I I do. I've, I, I, t- I talk about this all the time. I told you what may or may not happen. Okay, I've talked about how I've I've met Trump Trump supporters and Trump voters who say things like, "I just wish that you know Donald Trump would chill out on the way he speaks." Well, now people were given an opportunity, and that's why the Democrats chose Biden. They said, "Give people vanilla yogurt, and they will choose it," and they did. I have a question through all this, though. I don't know what's going to happen with the riots. This woman worked for Nadler. I think the Democrats are going to go nuts if they don't get what they want. But uh, check out this video. Aaron Rupar of Vox says Van Jones was emotional talking about Joe Biden becoming the next president of the United States. Van Jones was crying. My friends, you wanted many, many said. I can't wait for Trump to win because I'm going to see all the videos of crying liberals. Okay, well, Van Jones is a liberal. He is. He's, he's not one of these far leftists. He's a liberal. And he's crying anyway. <laughs> I'm sitting here laughing, saying, I don't know what's going on. I'm chill, man. I'm having a good time. I made lemon bars the other day. And like, I got I got creamer for my coffee. It tastes like chocolate chip cookies. I'm, I'm chill. I'm not dancing in the street celebrating. I'm not dropping to the floor and crying. But you know, Van Jones is still crying. And I don't get it, man. These people have tied their existence to Donald Trump. And it is freaky. There's a lot of people who are defined by Donald Trump on the right as well. I'm not one of them. You know, I'm trying to be fair and reasonable. And I try I try to do that all the time. And of course, Antifa calls me far right. And now all of a sudden I'm hearing far left. is being like, Tim's actually being pretty fair on this one, you know. And I got people thumbs down. giving me my videos a thumbs down. Yeah, I'll tell you what comes next. If things don't go Trump's way, I'm going to do my best to just try and be rational and reasonable and tell you what's really going on. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people on the right who don't like that. Because the same thing happened with Occupy Wall Street. When these people saw, were singing my praises and me to these events, and then as soon as they were, were entertaining authoritarianism and I was calling them out, they got mad at me. Tip pulls oh, far right now. Okay, sure. Look, I'm a middle-of-the-road, milquetoast-fence-sitting, independent, left-leaning individual. Okay, how about that? I'll try to be honest and fair to the best of my abilities. I try to be rational and reasonable, calling out people like Van Jones who are crying on TV because they've won, or people dancing in the street when supposedly we're in a pandemic. If Trump loses, he loses. We'll see how it plays out in the courts. I think it's ridiculous the leftists are gloating that they think they've won. It ain't over to the fat lady sings. Not looking good for Trump, but Trump has some legal recourse. We'll see how it plays out. I'll leave it there. Next segment will be tomorrow at 10 a.m., friends. Thank you all so much for hanging out, and I will see you all then.